Yeah, I don't know if people just stop working after 5 p.m. on Prime Day or something, but I swear at like 5, 6 p.m., a whole bunch of our main competitors that like will go to our main keyword, search it up, you'll see their ads at the top almost every time. As it started to pass five, six o'clock, suddenly a whole bunch of our other product ads that usually their bids are not high enough to land them front page, top of search, all of our ads were at the top. I was like, hold on a second, what are these doing here? These don't typically get here. And that's because competitors, they must have hit their budget caps. So we were just cranking ads at a way lower cost per click than we normally get and picking up a huge chunk of the market. Thousands of people have jump-started their TikTok content strategy using Coley's TikTok Creative Brief template. That's because it has all the steps for successful creator collaborations and best practices to create fun and engaging TikToks. If you haven't grabbed your copy yet, don't worry. Coley just dropped a brand new version of their popular template filled with even more tips and insights to level up your TikTok game. Head to coley.com slash TikTok to download your free copy and start creating TikToks for your brand that people actually want to watch. Hello and welcome to All Killer No Filler. My name is Eric and I am here with uh, Pilot House's Amazon team and it's actually Prime Day right now. There's still actually time to get a, a few deals in. I know a lot of people were kind of holding their breath about what Prime Day would be like this year. I know Prime Day is sort of like the, it's the precursor to Q4. I don't know if anyone says that, but I'm saying it. And uh, and so boys, how was uh, Prime Day this year uh, with Pilot House clients? It was wild. So the ones who leaned into it, I would say definitely benefited the most. If If you ran the required Prime Day discount being about 20% off as a minimum, just straight off the top 20% off your retail price. If you ran that discount and you were prime eligible and everything else like that, and you got the little prime day deal blue badge on the listing, those clients saw pretty drastic increases in volume today and yesterday, because prime day is apparently a two day thing. Um, <laughs> pretty drastic changes in volume compared to any other day in the last couple of months. Interesting. And so you actually have to apply well ahead of time in order to get those certifications and people who don't have it will try to run to the table and just offer prime deals. But without that little badge, it's like that Twitter certified badge. It just won't work. Kind of. They give you a deadline really early on that says you can like schedule your prime day deals by this deadline. If you don't get it in by then, as long as you still fit all the requirements, like you have above a certain star rating, you're discounting by at least X amount. Um, you're prime eligible, all that stuff. As long as you get that in literally like even on prime day, I think you could even schedule it really. Um, you'll still likely get that badge. It's just, you probably won't get put on all the different deal pages and whatnot. Cool. So what, what worked well this year, uh, for, for prime day at a high level, Rob, anything, uh, yeah, I mean, Clifford can dive into the specifics, but like any prime day, it's being prepared ahead of time. So having your campaigns built, knowing what your typical sales splits look like, know what your typical revenue looks like, and not being budget capped, but controlling your spend with bids, going into Prime Day with that mindset, then it just sets the stage for being able to take advantage of it on Prime Day if you have a good foundation and you've done the work to sort of build up the rank and relevance for your organic keywords, uh, build out your detail pages so your conversion rates are looking good, build out... Um, your A-plus content, your store, make sure it's easily shoppable. All that stuff really lays the foundation. And yeah, Clifford here can dive into to specifics. Yeah, we always run 
everyone that's running a Prime Day deal will throw up a, a nice listing image that says, this is the Prime Day deal, like as the second image, make it very clear. Like even if, if we somehow screw up something or they didn't run enough of a discount to get that badge or whatever it is, at least we'll ensure that this is it. I swear, this is the deal that you're getting. You're, you're doing the, the thing. Yeah, this is the you're sale part of it. that you came for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Um, throwing up that image, I think helps a little. It's like not measurable really whether that's having an effect because we're always going to do it. And then outside of that, to go a little bit deeper into what Rob was mentioning there, we noticed that spend across the board was like campaigns would hit budgets and these budgets aren't even typically caps on a normal day. They were hitting budget caps like 10 a.m., 11 a.m., these campaigns normally aren't hitting those budgets on a regular day at all by the end of the day. So the traffic to the site was insane. And if you weren't on top of that, your campaigns spend and they're gone by 10, 11 a.m. Um, but the biggest issue was Amazon wasn't giving attribution to those campaigns properly throughout the day. So... A campaign that might have spent a couple thousand dollars by 11 a.m. had zero attributed sales. Um, so you're just sitting there thinking, uh, I don't think I should increase the budget on this. Things aren't looking good. So watching that platform revenue rather than staring at the ad console and just just hoping and praying that these increasing the budget will continue to increase that revenue and assuming that it's coming from the ads because in all fact, Amazon doesn't actually tell you that something's not working. Like there is no flag saying, Hey, attribution's broken. It's just the campaigns were showing no return. And so you're just looking at it thinking, I think this is working. <laughs> Have it, has it started to come in yet or it's still, uh, we're still holding our breath a little bit. Yeah. So it has started to come in and turns out, in almost every single case, we made the right decision to just pump up those budgets and let things keep running. And what Rob said really does ring true that you have had your campaign set up for months or weeks. You know what your traditional ROAS is with the bids that you have in that campaign. If you're running a campaign that's reliant on its budget to control its spending and not reliant on its bids to control its spending, then you won't have that confidence on a day that doesn't have that attribution. Because we know that we're keeping our bids in a certain spot and our cost per clicks are like, we can see the cost per clicks coming in day of and we're like, okay, well, cost per clicks are where they usually are. We typically convert at this rate and we're running a prime day deal. We must be converting. So let's bump up budget. So you have to have that historical context to be able to make those decisions or else you're just going to sit there at noon with all your ads off and miss a huge opportunity. Prime day traffic's not going to converse any convert any worse than you know regular traffic does. So you can at least benchmark it, and as you're saying, you're probably going to find that it converts better because people are whipped into a prime day frenzy. As long as you've got the the confidence within your campaign suite and the history from that that Clifford's saying, because if you are brand new and you don't know where your conversions typically come from or what keywords you typically convert on, you could just spend a whole bunch of money on bad traffic. That is a risk, but if you have the data coming into it, you can sort of spend blindly with confidence. Uh, no, that makes perfect sense. And I, I saw you, Clifford, even calling out in the, in the Slack channels, uh, noticing that it looked like some of our competitors had stopped bidding on a couple of our campaigns for some of our clients where they did hit that snafu where they hit budget caps and maybe they weren't on it quick enough where we were able to probably take a bit more of the share. 
Yeah, I don't know if people just stop working after 5 p.m. on Prime Day or something, but I swear it hit at like 5, 6 p.m. And a whole bunch of our main competitors that like, will go to our main keyword, search it up. You'll see their ads at the top almost every time. As part of managing the campaigns with no data, part of what I'm doing is searching those main keywords to see are our ads showing where they should be, where are we placed on that page, how is it looking. As it started to pass five, six o'clock, suddenly a whole bunch of our other product ads that usually their bids are not high enough to land them front page, top of search. Usually they fall somewhere further down. After that time, all of our ads were at the top. I was like, hold on a second. What are these doing here? These don't typically get here. Um, And that's because competitors spend, they must have hit their budget caps. So all their ads dropped off. And then we saw a huge spike in sales from like 5 till 8 p.m. where we were just cranking ads at a way lower cost per click than we normally get and picking up a huge chunk of the market. Wrong size, wrong color, didn't look right in the living room? There are hundreds of reasons your customers return products, but returns don't have to be goodbyes. They can be an opportunity to complete the shopping experience. Built exclusively for Shopify, Loop lets you create a delightful return experience to attract and retain more customers. By making it easy for your customers to find products they love, they'll come back again and again. See why thousands of Shopify brands like Allbirds, Chubbies, and Brooklinen trust Loop as their return partner at loopreturns.com DTC. And so it is, I guess, day two of Prime Day today. I'll go grab an Instant Pot right after this. What adjustments were made after day one to, to sort of maximize day two? Yeah, so this is more of an, on an account-by-account basis, but because you're spending without that attribution in day one and you're ramping up budgets and getting aggressive, you can use that data now that a lot of that attribution is coming through sort of late last night, early this morning, to influence how aggressive you get today. So if we got too aggressive with a particular account yesterday, then we can dial it back bids a little bit, like be a little bit less aggressive on the budget jumps uh, and come out today more efficient um, to balance the overall like prime day, two day sale at your like target efficiency for that client. Um, Vice versa, if you were a little bit too conservative yesterday, then like double down yesterday if you're seeing similar trends. Uh, But it is really nice to have that back-to-back two-day data to influence today's decisions uh, with a little bit more actual real numbers. Are we able to benchmark this year's, uh, you know, we were talking earlier and it's difficult to benchmark because Amazon accounts just grow over time naturally. But but I'm just wondering, like for clients that we've had year over year for Prime Day, how are we seeing this Prime Day stack up against previous years? Yeah, Clifford might have some more specifics. I know like one, like one account I can think of, like they crushed last year's, but the account's also significantly bigger than it was last year. So like that industry and that space has seen significant growth and that, that brand. Um, different brand that was probably in similar spot last year has seen, I'm going to say a similar Prime Day, but that based on the trends we were seeing leading up to Prime Day, that actually looks like more of a, like a bigger Prime Day than last year just due to the sales they're making on, the, on Amazon this year. Um, again, kind of within the niche and within the space, there was a bit of a slowdown. I don't know, Clifford, if any other thing comes to mind. No big sharp drop-offs, it sounds like, though. No, you know, consumer, people are worried about consumer confidence right now, but it didn't appear to slow down the clients that we're working with too much. I think people are discount hungry right now. Yeah, I think 
it was there was a drastic difference between clients that ran the prime day specific discounting and those that didn't if they didn't like you know their product doesn't have the margin to run 20 percent off which is steep i mean i get it you take 20 percent plus you have amazon taking a referral fee off of it plus you got to pay their pick pack and ship fees you don't have a lot of margin left after all that so it's a steep cut but those that were able to eat that margin hit saw huge revenue growth and those that weren't even if you ran a smaller sale price it's pretty clear that Amazon did a very good job this year ensuring that those running the Prime Day deals got pushed front and center and those that weren't were like hidden somewhere on the website. So if you weren't running a Prime Day deal this year, that difference between the two is pretty stark, which it, I don't think it was as big of a difference prior years. And I just want to touch on that real quick. If you didn't run a Prime Day deal, this isn't a slight to say that, hey, you should have. Like, oh, you should have definitely run 20% off because it doesn't make sense for every brand. And I think I've talked about this in the past where people fall into the trap of just trying to have a really big prime day and then they don't make any profit. They don't make any money. They don't make any gain from it because they all they want to do is have a big day. And they look at their numbers afterwards and they just, they lost money. Or they sold all their inventory and now they can't sell anything at full price for the next like month because like there's still delays in getting some of their ingredients or products. So depending on where you're at going into Prime Day, doesn't always make sense to lean into it and try and have a big day. If you have the margins, if you have the history, if you have the inventory and you can make it work, then like, yeah, 100% leverage it to the nines. But if it doesn't make sense for your numbers or your brand at that time, then you don't have to take advantage of it. Very good caveat. Did either of you purchase anything for Prime Day that you can speak of? I haven't I haven't yet, but I know, I know Clifford put in a little one. Yeah, I bought uh, a few more computer monitors. <laughs> I spent I spent way too much on Prime Day, actually. <laughs> How many monitors does it take to run your your Amazon campaigns here, Clifford? So I've had three, and then one bit the dust a little while ago, and I'm like, you know, I got the shakes with two for a while, um, and so I'm going from two to five Woof. now and one of them is a 34 inch ultra wide that's going to be like the main central one uh and the one's going to be like a big one above me i'm very excited about the whole setup but uh i'm starting to get concerned because i mentioned it to my wife and then she said is your standing desk motor going to be able to lift up your desk still with all the weight of the monitors and i didn't think that through very well uh, so we'll see what happens. I have to check the specs on that. You might need to just grab another standing desk with a bit more horsepower in there. That's a great point, actually. It's still Prime Day. It's still Prime Day. Nice. Well, if by the time you're listening to this, it will not be Prime Day. But uh, email, I'm just curious. Let me know what your monitor setup is at home. I'm just rocking one laptop here. I don't even have a second monitor. I am just like, uh, I do my. Th I got my phone. I got my laptop. I got my notepad. I got my microphone and my ring light. That's pretty much my setup. And my Charlie portrait, of course. That's insanity. Like, I mean, yeah. I'm working on one laptop now, but it's because I'm like destined to my couch for a little bit with the whole broken yeah. angle. But um, typically I do have a second one, which just makes life a whole bunch, a whole lot easier. Very cool. Nice. All right. Thanks for coming on today. I look, I look forward to catching. What is there anything else on your radar right now? Obviously, Q4 prep is just around the corner. But is there anything else after Prime Day that, that's on your calendar uh, for Amazon? Yeah, they're doing a Prime Day fall event this year, which I think lands. I don't think there's a confirmed date 
it's somewhere in September, October, I mean fall. Um, I'm sure it'll be closer to September than October because you get into Black Friday territory, but they are asking for submissions of deals for the Prime Day fall event already. Prime's giving. Yeah, so this will, like, hopefully this Prime Day sort of gives a kick into revenue and ranking if you leverage it correctly that you can milk through the rest of summer and then that Prime Day fall event give you another little uptick and then that's right into like Q4 madness of Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Christmas shopping, um, the whole shebang. So it should be a nice little sort of like like up, down, up, down, up to the end of the rest of Q4. Um, so exciting stuff there. You heard it. Up, down, up, down, up, all the way to Amazon success. We'll have to set it on our calendars to check in before Prime Day 2. We can have the world's first Prime Day 2 podcast. That will be, uh, you heard it here first, folks. All right, thanks for coming on today. This was a lot of fun. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, Eric. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you're not getting the D2C newsletter, you can subscribe for free at directtoconsumer.co. And if you want to learn more about Pilot House's all-killer, no-filler services, take off to pilothouse.co. I'm Eric Dick, and this has been the D2C Podcast. We'll see you next time.